Welcome back, Quarantineagers. This is going to be our last episode, so buckle up. So glad to be back with all of you today. We know you know us all by now, but I'm Haley, and I'm here for the final time with... Skylar, Rachel, and Piper. We are so glad that you came along with us as we discussed anything and everything to deal with COVID-19. Sadly, we are still in quarantine and continue to feel the negative effects of COVID every day. But this podcast has been a nice way to express our feelings and let go of some pent-up emotions. Yes, these circumstances are definitely not ideal, but these weekly podcasts with you gals have definitely been a lot of fun. Yes. Back in our first episode, we did a rewind to Friday, March 13th, the day lockdown began. And here we are recording this episode on Friday, November 13th, exactly eight months later. Every single day, I'm still so stressed about the global circumstances, and I feel apprehensive about the progression of our society society in these troubling times. Yes, I definitely feel stressed, but at the same time, there is no point in dwelling on the past, and as some time progresses, I continue to try and look for positives and benefits to our circumstances, although it is definitely hard. One thing I'm so happy to report is that President Trump has been voted out of office, giving me some sense of comfort that he will no longer be in charge of handling, or should I say, mishandling this pandemic. Yes, I agree. COVID has been completely life-altering and changed so many experiences for me. Following the initial lockdown on March 13th, we were so excited, and here we are eight months later. Yep. It has been quite a long lockdown process, but once again, I'm glad to be able to express my grievances through this lovely podcast. In episode three, we talked about how COVID has caused many restrictions and policies that have placed many people on lockdown. Yes, the lockdown has caused an economic recession and disrupts the stock market. Companies have been struggling as the stock market becomes more and more unpredictable, but the decreased economic activity has occurred and resulted in some environmental benefits. There have also been strongly enforced restrictions across the country that have caused many businesses to shut down, both permanently and temporarily. Bigger and wealthier companies are controlling the economy, causing smaller companies to get closed down. Many people have also lost their jobs or have had their income decreased because of COVID. Families that receive lower incomes are struggling far more than wealthier families. In addition, both small and large businesses have modified their policies and regulations as a result of COVID-19. In our second podcast, we discussed the impact of COVID on students. As a teenager, COVID has impacted our social lives, school, and the use of technology and social media. What we learned was that the transition to online school has been easier on higher class families due to, have, due to them having more access to learning resources and harder for lower class families with less access to opportunities. We also learned that the transition to school has been difficult for college students. College students are away from home and have to face the same challenges that everyone else is facing. Also from what we have heard from family and friends, lots of college students are not taking COVID and social distancing seriously. It is also hard for the students to not be in person for their classes. It has been upsetting for high school juniors and seniors that want to visit college campuses in person to learn more about the school and its atmosphere. Also, many juniors and seniors are conflicted about taking the SAT and ACT because there are not many testing days available anymore. In all, I think a positive way to look at this is that we are all going through the same thing in some way. COVID has impacted all our lives and we have had to learn and adapt to these new situations. Now, moving on, in episode 4, we discussed how COVID-19 impacted politics, especially the 2020 presidential election. We now know that the presidential elect is Joe Biden. Yes, during the pandemic, the state and local governments 
with influence from the federal government caused, created the laws and regulations implemented during this time. During the election campaigns, the topic of handling COVID become one of the most prominent topics. Both candidates of the election, Joe Biden and Donald Trump, created their plans to control the virus in America. Biden has a seven-step plan, including the increase of testing, tracing, personal protective equipment, giving national guidance, equal treatments and vaccines, building task forces, strengthening defenses, and making masks mandatory. On the other hand, Trump has a three-phase plan suggesting restrictions on different activities and types of organization, depending on which phase. Another impact of COVID is that it also created a huge political divide due to some people feeling that wearing a mask is taking away their rights. There was also a major increase in how people voted this year, with many people choosing to mail in their ballot instead of going to the polling places. Since the race to 270 is over, we are going to cover some of the events that happened on election day and the days that followed. Well, first, Joe Biden won. Yes. There were multiple swing states that had Americans on edge. Eventually, the results came out, and that surprised many. I would say that the most astonishing was Georgia, where 49.5%, or 2,472,002 people voted for Biden, and 49.2%, or 2,457,880 people voted for Trump. It has previously been a red state, and it was astonishing that it flipped blue. Wisconsin and Michigan also gave Joe Biden huge leverage in this election. Michigan had 50.6%, or 2,795,184 votes for Biden, and 47.9%, or 2,649,063 votes for Trump. Wisconsin provided the results of 49.6%, or 1,630,570 votes for Biden, whereas there were 48.9%, or 1,610,030 voted for Trump. Yeah, those are definitely really close statistics. I agree. Nevada, which has been previously a blue state, also had people on edge as they were counting their votes very slowly. Eventually, the results appeared to be 50.1% or 675,154, which voted for Biden, and 47.6% or 640,625 people voted for Trump. Yes, in our neighboring state, Arizona went blue and had 49.4% or 1,671,491 votes for Biden and 49.1% or 1,661,475 votes for Trump. When Pennsylvania was confirmed blue on the morning of Saturday, November 7th, Joe Biden reached over 270. Once all of their votes were counted, there were 49.9% or 3,414,712 votes for Biden, whereas there were 49% or 3,351,656 votes for Trump. Pennsylvania seemed red in the beginning, but over time, over the time after election day, the mail-in ballots had a much higher percentage of blue votes, ultimately leading to Pennsylvania becoming a blue state. And that's very interesting that we were talking about this before, but mail-in ballots, we saw many more Democrats mailed right. in. And yeah. since states counted mail-in ballots and election day ballots separately, there could be a state that looked red, but then turned out blue or vice versa. Exactly. Yeah. And that we saw that happen a lot. We saw that happen with Florida going from blue to red. And then we saw that happen with Texas going blue to red, and then yeah, as people you said, were like so shocked shock. for right. some things, but right, yeah. right, yeah. Georgia, Georgia switched. Georgia did switch. Yeah, and then obviously Pennsylvania. Yes. Yeah, that was the clincher. Okay, and now to conclude the final episode of this wonderful podcast with you wonderful ladies, we're going to talk about kind of what we've learned, what we've become, exactly what yeah. we've accomplished. 
and kind of this experience for us of recording a podcast and why we would recommend all of you to maybe do this at some point in your lives because it has been very informative for all of us. Rachel, do you want to start us off? Yeah, I think I've learned a lot about COVID just from researching everything, especially like the political parts and the economic parts. Right. Um, we knew nothing about we, that. I, like economics. Yeah. Economics, I knew nothing. Yeah, yeah. That, I was really unfamiliar. Seeing as we're like 16 years old and yeah. almost 17, Rachel, but um, it is not something that's not really a world that I'm exposed to a lot other than when I talk with my parents, but I, I'm not in the business world. I'm not working yeah. in a business. Yeah. I mean, I am, but I, I'm not like running a business or anything like that. Yeah, I think we know a lot about like the social media part and the teenager part because that's us right now. Right. But yeah. we don't. We did not know like about any of the other topics like too much. So. Yeah, and it, it definitely. I think that was really helpful for increasing all of our like functions of empathy for sure because it it made me feel like I better understood kind of what business owners were going through, what stock traders were going through, what lower income families were going through in comparison to higher income families. Seeing as we do live in kind of a wealthier area and yeah totally like that. and that also was- um interviewing our wonderful guests was also yes. helpful because we got to see from different students perspectives like what they thought on how school is going for them and with Kayleen how the election went for her and right. how she was thinking for that yeah yeah and like when we were talking to her in the interview I, I even said I, I didn't know that anyone else any other 18 year olds that had voted mm-hmm. and she said there were a couple but like I hadn't talked to anyone that had voted other than my parents who didn't yeah. vote in person and so talking to someone who really like went and voted in person and had that whole election experience for the first time like I feel like that was really enlightening and I, honestly totally, inspirational yeah. like that because yeah. yeah. in four years we'll all be able to do that exactly yeah, yeah that, it, which is great really exciting. I know, so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think also another thing with this podcast is kind of, it's like helpful with um, like inspiring other people that are listening, maybe if anybody is listening, um, <laughs> but as well as us, inspired us obviously, but inspiring people that are listening because I feel like Gen Z is really going to make a difference in the political world, seeing as we are in such a high stress, intense political climate right now. Totally, yeah. That we are all witnessing the impacts of voting or not voting. Like, we realize how consequential that can be. And social media totally plays a huge role in that. Like, our parents' generation doesn't have, didn't have access to what we have now. Like, we, like, my TV on CNN was a picture frame in my house, literally, for five days. Right, right. We've also gotten better at just, like, talking, I feel like. Just even, like, to each other, you know? Yeah, I mean, personally... You, yeah, you should talk about kind of, like, your yeah. fears with public speaking. Personally, I'm not the best public speaker, and maybe you can tell throughout this podcast, I kind of stuttered maybe a little bit, or couldn't say the correct sentence properly. That wasn't even... Anyways, I struggle with talking, I think, sometimes. I, I so like you, you got better, though. I right, got better. And, at the end, yeah. And, like, you gained some skills for that, and I think also it helped us kind of learn the rest of us too and you how to be adaptable in a a situation where that does happen so if that does happen for Rachel I think all of the rest of us were very quick to pick up her line or like help her understand a word or something (laughs) like that yeah I mean it was like a funny part of this I think not funny kind of frustrating other (laughs) times but I think for the most part it was kind of funny that that happened Mm -hmm. and what else um we also I feel like we got to be better friends as well because we, instead of just doing it online, we got together every Friday and we either wrote the script 
or we recorded our podcast, which was fun, and I got to spend a lot of time with you guys, which was nice. Yes. Yes, it's very nice. And I I also think that um, we talk about this a lot. Um, losing motivation in quarantine has been so real that seeing real faces on a Friday, like after you're out of school, and it's like so, it can be so draining. Totally. Yeah. Like online school can be so draining, but seeing someone's face, like on a Friday afternoon when like really all you want to do is like just like sit in your bed and do nothing, but like seeing someone and interacting with them and getting an assignment done and being productive while also having fun and like, yeah, totally immersing yourself in knowledge because we were learning. Like we were learning. Yeah. And we were in fresh air. Right, yeah. like, right. Sitting outside. outside in my room, sitting outside. Yeah. It's currently what, like fifty degrees, windy, freezing cold. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you can hear the wind. Yep. But we're out here. We're experiencing nature. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just feel like you guys motivated me a lot to do this. Get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Get and it done. And we got it done. We did. Another very interesting aspect of this podcast was that I know Rachel Piper and I really loved seeing Skylar get into the editing. And she really carried us with that one. So good at editing. All of the wonderful cover art, Skylar. All of the splicing, Skylar. Background music, Skylar. Killed it. Talk about it, Sky. It's so interesting because I totally like doing creative stuff. And although it's not like super creative, it's super fun. And I've taken digital arts the last two years. So (laughs) I... Um, from that, I was able to make some cover art, and it's not like amazing, but like it yeah, resembles. It's, it's pretty. It's, <laughs> it's so pretty good. It resembles us somewhat, and it's if you didn't know, it's whoever is the um, the discussion director. discussion director of the week. Yeah. And that is who the cover of our podcast is, and the editing. I got so much faster at it, right. and I also just had to know like. I had to like listen to all the transitions because I'm a perfectionist and I needed them to be as smooth as possible. Yep. Yeah. And sometimes they didn't always sound as perfect as I wanted them to be. Sometimes music did not line up at all. And we had to overcome that. We that did. I had to get over it. Yep. And also, um, I one time, actually two times, I deleted a segment and I didn't realize that I could get it back till like the second time I had them re-record a whole segment but you know no, you learn like that's not your fault though like you did so much for the yeah. editing part and like I would not have been able to do that at all um the wind wow out here is crazy anyways <laughs> <laughs> but I would not have been able to do that at all and I'm just like so proud of you Taylor and that was like not your fault the deleting part thanks Rach yeah good job Sky we're proud of you all right we're very well, proud of you and we appreciate you so much for all that you did for the podcast. The editing also, that's going to come so in handy in college. You're going to be that one college student that's like, when the group project comes around, you're going to be like, oh, actually, I know how to do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that is our journey during this time on the Quarantine Age Experience Podcast. And I'll say this for the last time. Aww. <laughs> Catch you later, Quarantine Agers.